watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 264 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I'm Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Atlantis. Yes. Season 3. Uh-huh. Episode 16. Yeah. Uh, the Ark. <laughs> I got lost. I almost said my AKA instead. <laughs> uh, one day. One day I'll get through this all smoothly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. AKA. Is that a Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> or all my friends are in storage. <laughs> my uh, my AK was just the other side of Deep Impact. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Boom. Um, what's the oh? What's the tagline from the Snickers commercial? Just you need the Snickers. Uh, uh, hungry, or I don't. Yeah. Just Snickers. Uh, Snickers. Snickers. Just eat. You know if eat um, a Snickers. If he- Herrick. Harry could just eat in the Snickers. Yeah. He wouldn't have had right to, there. you know, spoilers <laughs> for the episode. Feel like he needed to literally blow himself out of yeah. airlock. <laughs> um, How has your week been? My week's been good. Um, <laughs> I have planned to start my first full quilt that is completely designed by rolling a set of RPG dice. Because when I start shit, guys, I don't start things like low key. No. I just dive right into ambition. Yeah. Full, 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 full. full Because that's me and that's how I roll. Yep. Sounds right. Literally roll the dice. I get it. (laughs) Um, I also started... I also started a new TV series. Oh, what are we watching now? I am watching She-Ra the Princess yes. Power. I wonder why that's coming to I actually started that before the news of Critical Role. Okay. <laughs> I legit did. I started it first because I was like, you know what? I need something just really happy. And I started re-watching Schitt's Creek again. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know why, but Schitt's Creek isn't hitting the tone that I want right now. I yeah. actually need something more bubblegummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to the pure bubblegum color range that there is She-Ra. It really is. The colors are beautiful. And I'm absolutely loving every I, moment of I it. I need to watch that. Um, I loved she as a kid. It was the only action figure I owned. Mm-hmm. Um, I own a lot of Star Wars and Star Trek action. Figures. I'm not surprised. I do have an. I'm sure you knew this. I don't know if the listeners do. I have an original She-Ra animation cell that I got in a flea oh, market cool. in LA. Actually, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was the only uh, action figure I owned, and I didn't know. I think She-Ra came out when I was young enough to still be learning English. Okay. And so I made up my own lyrics to yes. this song phonetically. Yes. They weren't words. They were gibberish. Doesn't matter. And it was just sounds. And I remember that. And I remember it. And I'm not going to sing it because (laughs) I'm not going to. But uh, I did that. I remember doing that. And I'm I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. I was like, this is just what the words are now. That's amazing. The words are these sounds that I'm making with my mouth. (laughs) But I really, really love She-Ra. I bet. It's real good. Yeah. It's got a bunch. It's got a great cast. It's an amazing cast. Um. 
Yeah, we uh, we were all very excited about the new Critical Role yes! announcement, so that'll be fun. It was funny because I was like, "Where do I know this 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 actor this actor Amy Carrero?" Yeah, and I was like, "Where do I know her from?" And it's like, it's not her voice acting, obviously, because her face is very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. She was in a show that ran for like three seasons on Freeform, okay, or what is now Freeform, that I fucking loved. <laughs> It's so stupid too. It's one of those dumb like uh, like late teen shows called it's called Young and Hungry. Oh jeez. And it was Emily Osment of Hannah Montana fame and Amy Carrero. Sure. And Emily Osment is a chef like a like she's a personal chef in San Francisco <laughs> and they're they're best friends and room and they get into shenanigans. Oh, it's very Lucy-ish. Shenanigans. And uh it's uh it's based off of I think a real life food blogger person. Okay. And then they I, I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> it was a fucking cute show. If you're looking for more bubblegum happiness, yeah. if it's somewhere, watch Young and Hungry. Okay. It's very sweet and it's okay. very cute. Uh, and it's not too schlocky because they're they're yeah. you know they're in their twenties. I have a limit for schlock. They're they're in their twenties, there's sex involved, there's okay. drinking, you know what I mean? Okay. It's not like Disney Channel. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> good. It's like just one level above. But it's really fun and I really love it. And and they're both very um one thing I love is the women in the show are representative of actual women in the world as far as like, physical I do like presentation. That. That's actually one of the parts that I really loved about the animation of She-Ra. Oh, okay. Of the animation of the characters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's, it's so happy. Yeah. It's it good just times. makes me happy. Um, but, uh, yeah. There is also, and I keep, so Grace is going to laugh because I have a running theme in, in some of the, one of the text threads of us like, oh, this character reminds me of Sam, my yeah. D&D character. Oh, this character reminds me of Sam, Everything my D&D is character. Sam, yeah. But no, seriously, there is a character in She-Ra. <laughs> down to the purple hair. Yeah. Uh, down to the talks about a minute and sure. like is kind of oblivious to anything that's not technology. Sure. Um, down to builds her own companions. <laughs> um, and then down to down to the fact that, you know, upon basically just wants to build things. And if 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 what turns out to be the bad guys offers her the chance to build the cool things, well, she just mainly wants to build the cool things. And yeah. and you know, Reasons. I'm going to walk around the, the minor spoiler, but when they're like, but you're working for the horde, the bad guy, she's like, no, I'm not. I'm just living here. And then they're supplying all the things I need to do my experiments. And I'm getting <laughs> to make all these really cool things, but I'm not like working for them. They're True just like neutral. housing me and giving me all the stuff I want. And then I'm what? Yeah. <laughs> and that is hundred percent something that my D and D character would do. Oh, I see that. I can see that. <laughs> it makes sense. I'll have to check that out. I have been what have I been doing this week? Um, I'll tell you what I have not been doing. <laughs> uh story that will make you guys laugh as well as it made Nixie laugh. Just a reminder of how fallible. All our bodies are, yeah. you know, mortal. We're yes. all mortal. We're all we're all squishy. We're all squishy to some degree. And I learn, I, I'm reminded often by my body, yeah, that it's uh, a little bit squishier than others, yeah. and a little bit struggling. I sprained my thumb playing video games. <laughs> I sprained it, and I didn't think. I thought, okay, I'm gaming too hard, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and I was like, it kind of hurt sometimes, yeah. and then. 
and then one more, it was starting to get pretty bad. Yeah. And here's what the, the problem. I have a very high tolerance for pain. Yeah, I so, do too. So it was, it was like burning pain, lots of pain for multiple days on end. Just playing through <laughs> it's it. It's normal. Yeah. And normal. then there was a morning I got up and I went to unscrew the cap of the cream for yeah. my coffee and I couldn't. Yeah. Like physically, my body wouldn't do it. And I was like, well, that's not good. That's not normal. Like, I know that it hurt to do that and it shouldn't hurt to yeah. do that. But my but muscles should still move. But it should still do it. <laughs> but it was like, no. We're fucking done. Uh, so your thumb protested. My thumb gave up, and uh, yeah. my first world problem is that I I haven't played video games in like four days. Guys. Your your thumb went on strike. I'm not doing well. I got to a point where I almost asked Jesse to play for me. <laughs> But if there's anything he hates more in life yeah. is backseat is video me game. backseat well me backseat anything because it is in my nature to backseat everything. I don't know. Which, I've never it experienced is, that. It is the project manager in me. It's like let me just uh, manage. Which I think are you the, really going to do this this way? Because I think it's a really fun thing when we work together because we're both kind of backseat sure, yeah instructors. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually really excited speaking of video games uh-huh. is I'm about to play Fallen Jedi for yes. the second time because it's new and pretty and like redone for Do Xbox it. Series X. Okay. Um, yes. May 18th, 2007. Let's do it. Story by Ken Caparis and Scott Numefreo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Teleplay was by Ken. Sure. Uh, directed by Will Waring. For those who don't know, I'm just putting this. This was filmed after Sunday. I'm uh-huh. just saying that for people who know what that means. I don't know what that means. No, you don't know what that okay. means. But I'm just saying. So we start right in on the action. Sunday the cold open. Nice. John is trying to land something. But the explosive bolts aren't firing and he can't separate the ship and it's going to be a hard landing and it's all very excited and we have no context for it. Yeah. Back eight hours. Yeah. That's no moon. Well, it is a moon, <laughs> but it's a very large hollowed out moon that has doors on it. My notes for John in the intro part before the eight yeah. hours earlier was pilot got a pilot. Pilot got a pilot. Uh, I had to look up that name. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Nimrifro. Thank you. Nimrifro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... I apologize. No, that's okay. anyone's names that I have to try to pronounce. I think we've learned, though, and well, I've learned, so yeah. hopefully our listeners have learned, that it's never in offense. No. It's, it's truly you attempting. It's literally me not knowing how to pronounce anything that someone has not already said to me because I literally do not know how to sound out words. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a thing. <laughs> I was dead at the time where they taught us what letters sound like. Words are can be very hard. Words are not for everybody. Some people are not for words. I was thinking of the meme. It's almost like the... Uh, there's a meme where it's like me interested in science. Yeah. And then it's like math being like, I'm going to uh-huh. stop you right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the same idea, but for words Listen, and like storytelling. There's a reason I wanted to go. I We talked about this. <laughs> I wanted to be a physicist. And then the math went, but you have to deal with me. And I went, we don't get along very well because I put the numbers in the wrong place. I'll put it this way. Jesse. <laughs> Husband, partner, yeah. Jesse, 
gave our D&D group one last D&D thing. <laughs> a puzzle that involved negative and positive oh integers. Oh my gosh. So at some point I had to be, everybody needs to shut up for a second. Yeah. We're going to solve this real quick. Yep. Because <laughs> the math was getting real fucky. I was like, I know how to do this, guys, but I need to use my fingers. <laughs> the space between my hands is zero. And then the fingers are the integer line. No. And it's, at some point, math brain great, competitive math brain grace yeah. took over and I was like, no. This is what we do now. And (laughs) I was like, I forgot the order numbers go in. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun to watch that go down. Because our brains all went. And then you can watch Jesse's brain going implosion. Yeah, he's like, I I made this real simple, (laughs) y'all. I'm I'm not even a math person. I didn't make this. I'm hard about to give you free clues, guys. Yeah, <laughs> take take. You guys are very sad. <laughs> anyway, so John and McKay are in their fancy orange spacesuits. Yeah, the sets in this place are mwah. Like, oh yes. Kudos to everyone involved with designing and building these sets. They are amazing. Vintage moon stuff. Vintage moon stuff. It also gave me a very like solid Doctor Who vibe. Yeah, in the best yeah. way. Yeah. So John is ready to pack up and go home because there's nothing here. But like any good dungeon crawl, McKay has to clear all the rooms. Gotta check every box. All that 1967 style is. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna call vintage moon stuff your your aesthetic now. Like vintage moon stuff. Vintage moon stuff is solid. Is Nixie aesthetic? Yeah. Um. But there is this 007 style shuttle out there that Uh John can't help but be intrigued by. But Uh where is letting this place being explored on the chance that there's technology that will help them fight their numerous array of bad guys? Uh-huh. So many. We Which collected them many. all. <laughs> Collect all bad guys. Them all. <laughs> um, like, look, we just have to look around a little bit further. Like, someone and something carved out this moon, that is some intense technology. Yeah. And also, aren't you curious as to why they took time to carve out why this moon? Why did they make this moon Swiss cheese moon? Yeah. And they yeah. shoved it full of supplies. Yeah. And the supplies aren't touched yet. Also, what a fucking genius plan. I know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Ronan and Taylor are bored out of yeah. their fucking minds. Because who knows how long they've been just sitting in the jumper waiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like even John's bored and he's there with McKay. Like, yeah. this is purely a McKay dungeon. 100%. And I yeah. love when they're like, does anyone care what's here? Ron's like, no! Please! Hungy! I should have named Drakey Ronan. Like, there's so many <laughs> yeah, things now that I'm like, oh, that's who Drakey is. He, Drakey is Ronan. That's it. But he really... It, I mean, Nathan Drake fits. It does. But there's all these others that also work. Yeah. But he is the Ronan of our bunch. He's 100% yeah. the Ronan Dex. Yeah. So Taylor figures, you know, maybe a better team to be here would be like scientists. Maybe someone who's not me. Uh, Just not me. Anyone that not. I'm going to speak for Ronan here and go not me. Yeah. (laughs) McKay can't turn back now. Just one more. You know, it's like a pinata or Christmas (laughs) morning. (laughs) Okay. He's got to know what's inside. (laughs) So they find the control room that the fan, you can see the fancy shuttle out the window. And naturally it takes about 10 seconds for McKay is poking around in that computer to get it online. Like, while I appreciate the pinata metaphor, it's a little broken because you smash the shit out of those. Yeah. Like, that's not what we're doing here. No. This is more advent calendar. (laughs) It is. It's definitely more advent calendar. 
<laughs> but I yeah. love it, where he's just like, give me the treat. I want it's treasure. what he's at. Treasure. There is treasure in here. I'm just going to crack the moon open for yeah, treasure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so this place is definitely powered by a nuclear reactor, mm-hmm. and McKay definitely just turned it up to 11. Cool. All the lights turned on, life support. He's going to get it rolling so they can take their spacesuits off. Mm-hmm. John's like, we were leaving. Yeah. Come on. We were leaving. We were almost out. <laughs> and McCage's like, look at the fancy shuttle. He's like, we were leaving. No want. John um, fantastically points out that their job is not to satisfy McKay's curiosity. Sure. Which I'm sure McKay is more, I don't understand why you're not as curious as me. He doesn't understand why everyone is not as curious about ever the things that he is curious uh, about. He's like, why is everyone not living on the level? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get that it must be difficult to understand when you do live on the level. That yeah. not everybody lives on the level. As someone who tends to live on the level, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, I get it. So weird. There's some other power spike. Uh-huh. That, you know, normally McKay would be worried of this particular energy signature. Um, and after checking the life science detector, as we have, yeah. they have company. Yay. <laughs> and credits? Is this credits? Um, no, not quite. They need oh, yeah. oh, got it, got it, got it. It has like two, for lack of a better term, beds. Yeah. And one of them has a large machine sitting in it because I'm pretty sure they're like, hey, let's reuse these other props and make so them for it's a this. bag of people holding. It's great. It is a bag of people holding. <laughs> um, and there's now a guy lying there unconscious, so that's mm. fun. Through the Stargate, John reports back to Atlantis. Okay. Because there's that giant question of where the hell is this guy from? So they brought him back to the jumper. <laughs> also, by the way, John's slick new black outfit. I do like that. Well, good, because you're going to see it a lot from now on. Okay, good. <laughs> He's just like, I want to be cooler than I am. Well, I mean, he is a huge fan of the man in black. Oh. We do know that. Yeah, that's right. That is right. I don't know if it's direct correlation, but... I, I'm i going to say it is. We do know he's a giant yeah. cash fan. So, McKay recognizes, recognizes the energy signature... As basically being wraith beaming technology. Yay. You know, which is funny because this place is filled with antiquated technology, except for the wraith beaming technology and artificial gravity. Cool, 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 cool. I like how terrifying it is how long the wraith have been around. <laughs> oh, we know they've been around it's for just, this. Like millennia. you don't get thrown that in your face that often. Yeah. You know? Anyway. And I love um when, when we're just like, well, what are you going to do with this person that you have assumed responsibility yeah, for? You you, why did you bring this puppy home? <laughs> McKay doesn't think that far ahead. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. He's like, I didn't. Why would I? Why I, would I think about that? Listen, that's like your. Yeah. It's shit. like, that's your problem. <laughs> My problem is just to find puppies. Yeah. To sniff them out. I find puppies. Yeah. What happens to the puppies? That like, is up that's, to you. That's you. I have no moral quandary with whatever you want to do with this puppy. I just, I found it. <laughs> and then mystery guy starts waking up. And yes, at least they've learned to always let Taylor talk to the person Thank God. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to wake up to Ronan's nope. face nope. or McKay's mouth. Nope. Like, <laughs> nope. Oh, God. And John's, listen, I love John. He's not the most eloquent man. Or it's just like, if I woke up and, and, and John was the one I was stuck talking to, yeah. I'd be convinced that I was in limbo. Yeah. Because it's very Cheshire cat-like. It's like, yes. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> anyway so the first thing Herrick asks is is the war over oof um about that which particular war would you be referring to scans show your planet is shit yeah and has been for a while so we're gonna go with yes <laughs> Herrick quickly gets a lower dump yeah. So the Wraith were going to win. The Wraith were here. They were totally going to win. That was evidently clear. So they beefed up some of the Wraith beaming technology for long-term storage. Yeah. And so each each module holds a thousand people. And Herrick set was set to be woken up first. We can wake up others. Insert McKay's Mac joke, which I actually thought of funny because I would have thought McKay would have been anti-Mac. Mm. That's true. He seems like he should be. Yeah. What an interesting character. I know. So maybe he's just a big fan. Like this is early enough where maybe he was just this big uh, Wozniak fan. I can see him as a Wozniak fan. Like he like loves the nature of Mac. He doesn't care for the advertisement of it. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Um, But then, and then Herrick would fly one of the two shuttles they have down here in this space. There's two shuttles and it would fly to the planet you know, to yeah. help re- save yeah. the people sure. that something obviously didn't work. And they're like, um, you said two? two? There, There's only one shuttle No, here. no. Snickers bar. Not Twix. <laughs> Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's one people shuttle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stupid joke. Oh my god, I really want the AK to be Snickers, not Twix. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Snickers shuttle, not Twix shuttle. <laughs> but immediately he's like, that's impossible for there to be only one shuttle. It makes him extremely worried because the second storage box was on the second shuttle and that had his wife and kid in it. Oof. Would you put your children in a separate shuttle than yourself? If I you don't had... know if he had a choice. That's true. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like he was basically, he was just a worker. He was I a guess smart he's lucky that he worker. got exactly. to put their kids on at all. Yeah. And it sounds like from the conversation he has later is like, that was actually part of the payment. Yeah. Was that he got to keep his. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, and, and he goes to run. Ronan stops him for a second. And John's like, yeah, no, you better just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, bye. Friends. Bye. Nice to meet you, I guess. Herrick races through um, the ship, uh-huh. the moon, and heads to the arc room, finding the empty space where the other storage device should have been. Oof. And he gets frantic as to what happened. So Herrick's going to get answers, and he brings Jameis out of the storage device mm-hmm. and immediately just grabs him and starts yelling at him. Yeah. What did you do to my family? Which is like, they were supposed to be here when I awoke. You gave me your word. John's like, let the man take a breath first. Yeah. Remember how we were like, let Taylor talk to you when you woke up? <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's do the same right here. Yeah. James is obviously confused, but we do learn what happened to the other storage device. Okay. It's not that it's gone and missing recently. It's that it never made it off the planet to begin with. Hey, that sucks. Um, so Herrick used to actually work to create this place and 
like I said, part of the payment was his family being saved. And apparently the whole plan was top secret. And once the first shuttle was launched, the secret was out. Yeah. And there were riots in the streets. I can see that. 100%. Yeah. And most of the leadership was supposed to be on that second shuttle. People are already speculating that Musk and Bezos are building yeah. themselves bases. Yeah. And we haven't even seen any proof of it. And again, deep impact, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's the same. It's the same concept. So yeah. they, they delayed the launch by a day because of these riots. And in that day, the Wraith showed up. But then they were stuck because if they had launched the shuttle, the Wraith were there. It's not like they would miss the shuttle. Right. And then they would have followed the shuttle. To see where it was to going. To see where it was going. Mm-hmm. So instead... Instead, they just didn't just launch it. Just blow everything up. Yeah. We find that out later. But yeah. What else could they do? I mean, there was this... There's also this great moment where John goes to, like, Captain Morgan up on the thing. And yeah. he's like, nope, I'm... That's people. That's I'm weird. Weird people. <laughs> people thing. There's, like, a thousand people in there. Yeah. What a fucky conundrum. I know. McKay makes his way in and, and admits that he's the one who powered up the station. Jameis is thankful to them uh-huh. for helping out... Um, Herrick seems like he could give no shits. I mean, without his... I get it. Without he's, his wife and his son, what's he's, the point? He's At this point, he is checked out. Yeah, he's done. He's done. He's, uh, I bet that this guy was struggling with a mental break to begin with. But well, having to do all this. I, I can imagine there was a huge amount of stress. And, and we'll get to this later, but... Jameis later says this has been five generations of work. And if this was five generations of work and the people still didn't know about it by the time the first shuttle launched, like this is you're living in the shadows. Yeah. And you're doing this work. Imagine the entire point of you doing this was to save your family. Yeah. Imagine you're one of the scientists who helped create the the atom bombs. Oh, yeah. And the war doesn't stop after. Exactly. Like, it's not the same thing, but... It's the concept, yeah. Concept, yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck this. Yeah. Um, And he just wants to go finish his life's work. And Also, fuck, imagine if that had not stopped the war. If everyone just doubled down. Yeah. Somebody write that. Okay, bye. I, I don't... I can't remember if he specifically did, but I know it's either Harry or Henry Turtledove. Okay. is an author who does a lot of and it's slightly different so I'm going to tell you this sure because I have I have two of the two books by him and he does a lot of alternative history oh I love that and so he has one you'd probably really dig this he has one and I have both books of it and it's basically what happened if in the middle of World War II aliens attacked and suddenly oh, shit all of the countries that were then fighting each other had to be like well now we have this greater threat and we have yeah. to work together now we got to put our get along shirt on and, and do yes. this yeah yes oh okay that sounds cool and so the cover of one of the books is literally uh, like this this fo- this photoshopped photo of all of the leaders of the countries uh-huh. standing together Oh, creepy. So you have, like, Churchill and, like, Hitler. And, like, so it's just, but they're oh. all staying together because this is them uniting to fight oh, this now so greater weird. threat oh, to the weird, earth. Weird, weird, weird. I know. Okay. It's so okay. good. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and I like how McKay's like, well, I can totally help you finish your life work. So Harris like, I don't 
give a shit. Like, your fancy-ass jumper is not going to do jack shit for me. It's like, well, fuck you, dude. You clearly have no idea what McKay's capable of. Yeah. So eat a dick. But he also doesn't really care right now. Yeah. Well, that too. He's not hearing anything right now. Yeah. Um, also, McKay, stop volunteering your services and getting further in. <laughs> deeper. With this, you've already touched too many buttons. I can see both sides of this because yeah. I can see there's a little bit of, of McKay and me where it's like, I will do anything. What, what can I do to help? Sure. I have all these things. Let me do help, help, help. And then also I can see Hedrick's of uh, the tunnel vision of like, I'm not going to hear any other things. I know exactly what I have to do. And I don't give a shit if what you may do help will actually help. Yeah. That is not what I'm working on right now. <laughs> this is where you're a better person than I, because I would not immediately be like, I'm going to help. I'd be like, what's going on? Let me, <laughs> let me lay low for a minute here before I volunteer any of my services. How do I know that I you're the good guy? I just want to be involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're, they were going to fly the shuttle back down to the planet. Mm-hmm. With with the peoples and launch a new era for their people. Yeah. And now it seems like Hyrick doesn't really want McKay or anyone else's help because he's... All his friends are particles. Yes. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and at this point... It That's seems... like the highest level of emo. Yeah, it is. All my friends are particles. They're all particles. <laughs> I mean, all we're doing is is like the air that we're breathing... Is just the reconstituted atoms of all oh, my the people friends. that came before us. Oh, we're just breathing dead things. We are mostly dead things. Um, at this point, <laughs> it seems like it's an internal matter. John's like, "We're gonna bounce." Yeah, you guys do you. <laughs> That's that would be my move. <laughs> hey, uh, nice to meet you. Bye. Ronan's like, "That sounds like a great idea," but here's the thing: if you leave these two alone. One of them's not going to survive because Hedrick's about to kill Janus. Yeah. And, I mean, Ronan kind of gets it. He would, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're going to stick around a bit longer. Sure. Damn it. So in the control room, Hedrick is focusing on work. And it seems like he suddenly has an idea in his head. And he goes running, opening all of the doors. Mm-hmm. All of the doors. And eventually runs into Taylor. Who tries to show some empathy for him yeah. losing his family and all the people he he's needs to raise? He's not ready for hearing. Oh no! Yeah, no. And mm. and he's like the the wraith. Uh, the wraith didn't do this, mm. and there's nothing you can do. You've done enough. Oof! Fuck you, dude! Because like we ch- literally just showed up. And he's yeah. like, if you hadn't woken me up, the last thoughts I would have had would have been hope for the future. And love for my family and not this gutter that I'm currently sitting in. So you can go fuck on off. You're clearly displacing your feelings a little. I get it. <laughs> but let's consider where this is really coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those where it's like, you totally can feel like that. But like, maybe. How about reconsider what's making you feel that way? <laughs> Just a thought. Um, in the arc room, Jameis is working on the storage device. Apparently everyone is still there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's good. They're stored much longer than was ever intended, but solid for now. Yeah, a little, a little dry around the edges. Yeah, they're you know, a little freezer you just have to reconstitute that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Freezer bird. Yeah, right. Um, Taylor comes in and is like, "Yeah, um, guys, Herrick's a little fucked up." Yeah, yeah. Which I, I mean, lo- appropriate. And I love Ronan's like, "Yeah, there's no helping him." Yeah, it sucks. Might as well kill him. Yeah. Jameis insures he'll be fine. 
He's just gonna work and Ronan, he's gonna walk of it off. all people, Ronan. <laughs> Ronan, who was the most broken individual ever. He's like, sucks, there's no hope. Sucks. Might as well give up on him now. Bye. I I I I I want to say Ronan's more I think he's coming from those like he's not gonna listen to any of us right now. That's fair. Yeah. He's gonna do his own thing. Like nothing probably. we say is gonna mean jack shit you're to him right now. <laughs> but I do like he's nah, done. Yeah, there's no point in helping people. Uh, James is like, he's just going to walk it off. <laughs> just, uh, you know. Just go get to work. He needs a nap and, and a snack and you'll be all right. Uh, John's going to go check on him. He just needs a Snickers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As Herrick moves through the moon, he opens more and more hatches, mm-hmm. which sets off an alarm for McCain in the control room. I would love, back to loving on this set, mm-hmm. I, this is the type of stuff I want to know how it's piecemeal connected together for them to like oh, rebuild God. all these different yeah. places. It's gorgeous. Eric so, reaches the shuttle mm-hmm. and seem, he just opens the door to a large empty moon bay. Cool. Super fine. And then climbs up to the pilot seat where there is a half-eaten Snickers. <laughs> yeah. And my personal headcanon is that McKay was was like, I keep snacks on me. Sure. You just woke up. Yeah. You feel like your blood sugar might be a little low. Anything's possible. Snickers. Yeah. He tried to feed him a Snickers and he didn't take it. Yeah. Sure. Um, I just like that I noticed it. I never noticed that kind of shit. Well, that was pretty... That one was pretty blatant. That was that was on the level of the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones. I never saw the Starbucks oh, cup. No, like oh. I saw it in the screen grabs. Yeah. But when I went back, I didn't see it because I'm an idiot. It, yeah, <laughs> I noticed that one. Um, I did it's, randomly, I, because we just finished, as you knew, we finished watching Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. And I did, as I was watching, notice like two separate scenes where you're like, the boom's in the shot. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'll give them that is when those shows were shot, everything was four by three. Yeah, which could be a thing here, right? No, no, this was later. Yeah, but yeah, just kidding. This yeah. is later. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is like when it ended. Yeah, two thousand seven. That's fair. <laughs> so McKay sees this, and McKay realizes what Hayrick's about to do, yelling to John like, "No, stop him!" Bad. Yeah. How about don't do that. Ignoring the calls from McKay, Hedrick starts up the engines, which causes the whole place to shake. And frantically, McKay yells at the others to close all the doors that Herrick just went and opened. Yeah. He's like, close everything. He basically is taking us all with him. Yeah. Everyone closes the doors to their room. While Herrick just sits there at the open hatch, which we finally now see... The engines and the hatch are facing the moon doors mm-hmm. where the engine is now blasting into the doors. What an interesting point blank range to to take yourself out. Yeah. What actually kills him? He gets um he gets sucked into the vacuum of space. Okay. Oof. That's not a fun As way he's to go. trying to also suck everyone else into yeah. the vacuum of yeah. space. That's not a fun way to go. No. I mean, not that any of them are. He closes his eyes to the inevitable, and we see the blast from the engines finally blow out the hangar doors, and the puddle jumper actually drifts out from the pressure change, and then is hit by the engine fire and blown out. John and Ronan are stuck in a corridor fighting against the upcoming vacuum of space, just like the pressure difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ronan almost has the door closed, and he's thrown across the place. I do love watching them push against these doors. I don't know why there's something... 
like just watching them be like Arr! i know i, I get this like, you got thing. it yeah <laughs> Um, Taylor and Jameis are thrown around boxes and flotsam falling all over. Mm-hmm. And again, the, yeah, the whole part of John and Ronan fighting against these doors to keep against the pressure is, it had to been so much fun to film. Yeah. Ready and push. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my confusion is that when we see the moon, the wide shot of the moon with the rocket engine popping out of it, it seems like it's moving in the wrong direction. I didn't pay enough attention to how any of that happened. Yeah. I just know that it did. So yeah. I trusted it. It definitely seemed like it was moving the wrong direction. <laughs> the engines burn. I was just happy to understand what was happening. <laughs> like, I'm. it's like watching a fucking Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. It's like, I'm just, just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. The engines finally burn out, use all their 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 fuel. Mm-hmm. Ronan has fallen unconscious at the first door while John rushes over to close the other door to keep whatever oxygen is left in there. Mm-hmm. And then he goes down unconscious and we just see everything drifting lifelessly, including our puddle jumper. No. McKay calls out for anyone. John yeah. wakes up. Are we died? Ronan's still uh, tie-tie mm-hmm. for the moment. Yeah. Um, He's got a level of exhaustion. He had a rage to did. get that, he to that door. Yeah. He did. Uh, it took a while, but McKay was able to repressurize the section they're in. Like, it almost was completely vented. <laughs> Sheesh. Goes to check on Ronan. He's alive, but do not touch that shoulder. Yeah. Don't touch that shoulder. Yeah, it's like a lion with a thing in its paw. It's hundred. It, that shoulder hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and Taylor is also here. Fine. But Jameis is hurt and will need a cleric. Yeah. Um, Herrick has killed himself. Yep. And may have taken the rest of them with him. Oof. And McKay is not sure why. He has some ideas. McKay, I think we know why. Okay. I think, I think we know why. But I do like the fact that McKay... It doesn't... It doesn't register. Yeah. Like that, he's like, well, yeah, you, you left... It's like he doesn't... I'm not saying that McKay doesn't have empathy, but McKay is not someone who has the in-the-moment empathy to be able to, like... I don't even know that it's lack of empathy. It's that it's not where he would go. Yeah. So it's hard for him to see that that's where people would go. Which, that's the yeah. empathy style I'm I talking gotcha. about. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't have that in-the-moment being able to put himself into someone else's shoes. Yeah. He's like, well, why would you do that? You just fucked us all. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um... McKay doesn't know how many compartments are now vacuum, but they're all cut off from each other. Mm-hmm. And he's still calculating how screwed they are, so he's going to get back to them. Taylor helps Jameis sit up, updates him on what happened, and reassures him that the storage device looks fine. I mean, you look a little fucked up, but the storage device looks fine. Yeah, yeah. With John and Ronan, mm-hmm. Ronan tries to sit up. Yeah, that's not going to go well. He he hurt. He hurt. Yeah. Um, John's like, don't move because your shoulder is real fucked up and dislocated mm-hmm. and Carson will fix it. Just got to wait any minute now. We're going to miss our, our check in. They're going to send help. Yeah. Ignoring all of this. I like that as he's talking, <laughs> Ronan's like, no, I'd fix it. I do it. Ronan instead uses the wheel oh, from the door lock I hate watching this part. to just shove that shoulder back in place. We're good now. In an amazing display of physical acting from Jason. Mara. Yeah. Oh. It's 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 and, visceral. And the scream. Out. I know. Like, ah. This is where I'm like, that is a that is a drakey. Yeah. Anytime I've ever tried to help drakey, then he's like, no, me, I fix it. It also somehow like 
That seems like something Jason Momoa would do. I believe that too. I believe that too. That was improv. That wasn't even written into the. <laughs> uh, and I'm with John. That's disturbing. Yeah. Ronan doesn't like to wait. Uh, here's what I imagine. I think that he's done this before. Oh, he probably did it while he was a runner. So a lot of like hours of this throbbing pain or yeah. one moment of severe exactly. burning hot pain. Yeah. I'm going to do it too. If I knew how to do it. That's what I mean. Like there's also something this is going to this sound weird, but I feel like a lot of people are going to be with me on this. There is something about other people inflicting the pain on you and you doing it yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, I feel that. Yeah. I can give myself shots all day. Yeah. But like someone else doing it, it's like it's like be, almost because you don't know the timing and you can count it when you're ready. Yeah. There are moments where I'm like, I'm just gonna not pay attention and let them do whatever yeah. and just go yeah. Go feeble. Yeah. But yeah, there is another there is a concept of like I'm if I do it, it's better. It's almost like, you know, I haven't had one in a while, but when I get a fairly bad cut, yeah. It's like I want to deal with it myself. Yeah. Because I know how to rip that bandage off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. But I'm with Ronan. If I knew how to fix that exactly. myself, I will most certainly deal with yeah. like a lot of quick pain. Yeah. Uh and then relief. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with them, too. Um, <laughs> just as McKay calls out with the how screwed we are report. So they can't seal the compartments in the place. And there are so many hatches left open to try to get the pressure back is yeah. not going to happen. And all the fuel in the shuttle is gone. And also the moon's been knocked out of orbit. Yeah. Um. So we're either going to burn up or we're going to suffocate. Everything is broken. The people store is shitty. Yep. We have, everything sucks. The reactor shut down and all of the emergency power is going towards... The people store. The people store. The people bag of holding. Uh-huh. And, oh, the pedal jumper's gone. Cool. So we can't get up out of here. Yeah. The bag of people holding? The, the, the box of people holding. Yeah. 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 The box of people holding. <laughs> um, and they have a really narrow time frame for that rescue mission from Atlantis. Yeah, it's going to be not great. So it's for time for McKay to do what he does best. Think of a brilliant plan. Just don't use a ton of oxygen while doing it. Because they know a rescue mission is coming as the place shakes. With Taylor and Jameis, um, Jameis does blame himself for this a bit. Yeah. And like this, <laughs> this, this was, this was a call that cost the life of Herrick's family yeah. to, to not let that second shuttle come. But if this, if these thousand people can be saved, it will have been worth it. It's so it's crazy to imagine like when they are in the people holder, I don't imagine they have these thoughts. They're not having thoughts. No, period. I think they're just complete status. But stasis. this is the last thing that Jameis had to do. So this is all weighing on him. Oh, yeah. For centuries in like a way. It, it, literally the last thing he probably remembers doing like is literally do yesterday. This. Yeah. Make this call. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy to. It's just hard for me because for Herrick to immediately go so immediately off the other side of the pendulum. Yeah. 
it's like, bro, just yesterday you were hopeful. Like, yep. where did your hope go so fast? It's because... Yeah, I guess because his, his people are gone. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And as and more importantly, his family. Yeah. Which is pr- knowing, probably for him, the only reason he was doing yeah. this. He may have like, no, no this is, not that he didn't give a shit about the rest of his people, but like... Sure. You know? I get that. <laughs> I get that. So, anyway. Ronan paces. Yeah. Like a Ronan caged does. animal. And he doesn't like small spaces. He doesn't like just waiting to die. Yeah. He wants to die fighting. And John's like, look, I don't want to die at all. Yeah. <laughs> if if I have the choice. Mm-hmm. And John makes him a deal. If they end up burning up in the atmosphere, John will fight him to the death. Yeah. And Ronan just sits down with a grin, which might be scarier. Here's the thing is... <laughs> If they end up going there, yeah. they need to make sure that they both go so hard that they both die. I know. Because if any amount of rescue ever happens and one of them is dead. I know. They're and the other is not. The worst feeling. They better both fucking make sure that they both die by the I end. Know. Anyway. I know. Jesus. They better make sure that thing is burning up. Yeah. Yeah. They better, um, the the last move should be we throw ourselves out the airlock. And that's uh, I'm, I'm, I would hope that it's like you're gonna wait until the thirty seconds before the thing actually burns up. So it's not that you don't yeah. kill each other. You just you go die. out fighting. Wow, <laughs> which is you're better fighting. than not. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, guys, you could also go out fucking. I you could. Like, why does it have to be fighting? Exactly. If you're just looking for that good adrenaline rush. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm just saying, like, pleasure versus pain. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, for Ronan, it might be a little bit of both. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Back up in the control room, um, as McKay is doing his thing. Yeah. As he sees through the window a big hunk of something heading straight for the window, and he panics and tries to get his helmet on. Oh, my God. It's a Snickers. But the chunk just sort of bounces off, leaving a little, a little dent. This is bad. And I've he had feels, this happen. And he my feels fine. Before. He feels he's, it's okay. He's made it. Um, but then that crack starts spreading and webbing, and McKay is so dead as he finally gets his helmet on as fast as possible and yeah. holds on as the window blows and the whole room explosive decompresses. This is very much like action movie vibes. Yes. But also, I feel like we've all experienced that one little chip in the in the mm-hmm. windshield where you're mm-hmm. like, don't. Fucking I've had one spider. that's been that way for like five years. Yeah. It's just one little just dot. Just one little dot. Don't let it spider. And then he reports that they've lost the control room, which, McKay, did you actually lose the control room? Because, like, you probably can still use it while you're, you you turned it on while it was in a vacuum. Yeah. You can still, like, are, are the buttons so tiny that you can't touch them with your <laughs> glove fingers? <laughs> Not that it controlled much anyway, he said. Sure. So, given that he's in a suit again, McKay's going to go investigate and see when he can at least get everyone together so they can all be together when they burn up. So they can royal rumble to the death versus just a one-on-one man fight. They can all be together when they burn up. I mean, get rescued. He gets those things confused. I've got odds on Taylor in a battle royale. I think that's the, the, the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. McKay's not in the running. McKay's going out first. Yeah. I mean, Jameis, but then McKay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
McKay meanders around the base looking for ways to close all the hatches. And as the place shakes again, he reports they have another problem. Yeah. One of them, one of the hatches won't shut because the entire bulkhead twisted when the engines fired. Yeah. Um, but they need to get that hatch shut. Okay. So question for you. Yeah. Because we know you're not a huge fan of like scary movie type things. Yeah. Stuff like that. What would be scarier? Walking through a like a like a haunted actual building, yeah, like an asylum, yeah, or McKay's sp- scary spacewalk. Oh, this one, yeah. Oh, I would rather take this over a fucking asylum. <laughs> scary bullshit. See, I day. would do the asylum. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm gonna run out of oxygen. Oh, I would take Death this and- any day. <laughs> any day, I would take this. <laughs> I can see it. Without question. But it also would be a fun, like, spook house thing to walk through. I think this would be a great, like, escape room. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, where if that's... Obviously, they're not, like, sucking oxygen out of the room or anything. Sure, sure. But, like, that's the But making you feel like they are. What if they, like, you know, pump a little bit of laughing gas in there? That would be great. That's probably not legal, but... Probably not. You've signed some... But, you know, it sounds fun. It just sounds like a thing. <laughs> you, you know what it could be? You know what they could do it more instead is, you know, they build it with these, with the cool, like, vintage space vibes. Yeah. But instead of, like, actually running the oxygen out or or pumping laughing gas in there, yeah. um, which, by the way, before I get to this, every time you talk, anyone talks about laughing gas, I will always think of the movie Biodome. <laughs> Oh. Which I saw way too many times and I never cared to admit that the entire scene where they just get high up off laughing gas. I need to watch that again. Snacks. I have not watched that in so long. I own it on VHS. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Also, I have a VHS player. Let's do it. Um, no, what they could do instead is slowly turn the lights down. Oh, I do like that. Just slowly take it down just to Just some mindfuckery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. And so it's like you're blacking out yeah. from lack of oxygen, but it's just slowly the lights going out uh-huh. and you have to run around the base as and an escape room. And it gets room. a little bit colder incrementally, yeah. Yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yes. That'd be fucking awesome. I love that. Okay. okay. So they need this hat shut and McKay can't get it. Back in Atlantis, Weir's like, the kids are overdue. Yeah. They haven't called home. Mm-hmm. Chuck dials up. <laughs> Mom, pick me up. Help. <laughs> Mom, help. <laughs> my bro- my bike broke. Yeah. So John has to report the situation. Yeah. They need Carson. They need cutting equipment. And before John can even give her, like, the brief version of the issue, yeah. she's like, they're coming. Sending them. Mom, pick me up. Bring snacks and bed-aids. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It's a two-line summary that... It's that, that when are- you call collect thing. Yeah. Where you don't actually want to make the call. Uh-huh. You do, like... And and no one younger than 35 will know what I'm talking about. But when you would call people from pay phones, yeah. when that was the thing, you could call collect. So you would dial like the 1-800-COLLECT thing. Yep. And then it would say, please record your name. Yeah. And, you and then and you it. say, mom, pick me up. Because yeah. then what it does is it says, you have a collect call from mom, mom pick me up. up. Yeah. Would you like to accept the call? Like, and then nope. they don't have to take the call. They just know that your child needs to be picked up. Exactly. <laughs> and as as that moment is, speed is key. Yeah. Mom, pick me up. Lauren and Carson are on the rail. Ready? They're going to do that cool flip the cloak to a shield trick yeah. and create a good air seal. 
Um, Carson checks on his patients. Everyone's happy to hear he's coming. Yeah. <laughs> the place shakes again. <laughs> Jameis is more concerned about the rest of his people, and Taylor's like, look, if it's all possible, we're going to save him. Key on if it's all possible. Yeah. He's like, it has to be possible because there's no other option because these thousand people are the last people of my people from the planet. Yeah. It's it. Sorry, I'm going to address yeah. <laughs> the Kaylee because I'm struggling to yeah. ignore it. I, I hope that it's only coming in as background noise, yeah. but Kaylee is very upset at the mailman. She's literally on, I can I can I don't even, she's upstairs, but I can tell you exactly what's happening. She's sitting on our bed, yeah. barking at the window. It is so loud <laughs> that it is echoing down the, the hallway yeah. to the, down the stairs. Down the stairs. Down the stairs. She's upstairs in a back bedroom yes. while this is happening from yes. where we're recording. Yes. Um, but I believe all is safe. Mailman has been Mailman evacuated. Just left, so she should He's be. He's been escorted beyond the premises. <laughs> Thank you to the Kaylee siren. The, the Kaylee has chased. She has done her job. Yep. The world can rest. Yep. Okay. Rescue cue. Uh, Taylor, got it. <laughs> so, as McKay works to fix the one hatch that needs to be fixed, Taylor's like over the radio going, um, McKay, he's asking if we can take the storage device with us. And McKay's like, yeah, fu- no, that's not happening. I mean, <laughs> if I could take the entire compartment, maybe, but we're in a decay orbit and I can't get the power to it. So that should stay in here. <laughs> And Taylor just fake smiles, not loud. It's like, so there's an excellent chance we can save like, them. Fake bluff, dude. We're bluffing here. Hey, <laughs> we're like, bluffing it out. Did you just hear anything I fucking said? No, they're toast. <laughs> okay. Davis please. will be very happy to hear. Finally, McKay catches on. <laughs> yeah, tell him no worries. Only three times later. Which she does. Yeah. Um, the rescue team. All the all the visuals in this empty moon chamber are gorgeous. Like all the the three D. Yeah, it's just it is it is fun stunning. time. Yeah, it is a really cool episode. Feels like I'm in a diorama. Yeah, like for lack of a better mm-hmm. way, it's just very yeah diorama y. Yeah. The jumper dogs. I want to make a shoebox diorama now. When I was little, I used to room shoebox diorama. When I was little, we used to have like those were like my favorite things to make for school was dioramas. So I I didn't make a ton of dioramas, but I remember very specifically in like somewhere between fourth and sixth grade. I don't remember exactly which year, Mm -hmm. but I remember which school it was at. We had to make. It was basic diorama, but it wasn't a shoebox. We had like a Uh model of like an historic building or structure or something like this yeah and so i remember i made stonehenge oh that's cool i i think i made it as it sits now but all i remember is gluing sugar cubes together with hot glue and then take it was my first time that i used the dremel and i dremeled all the sugar cubes into shape to be the to be Stonehenge, Stonehenge. Nice. and I had mapped out so everything was um, was size proportionate. That's so smart. On this big board, and I like I make the fake grass and like painted up Stonehenge. We did dioramas, and I enjoyed them so much to the point that now I don't know what to do with an empty shoebox. Like I'm like <laughs> I can't I can't throw this away. I can't either because it's like I'm gonna store I got, it. I gotta need. I'm gonna need it. Yeah. Um. I do remember one. I remember having to hot glue sand to the bottom of it 
So I want to say that it was for a book report on the Island of the Blue Dolphins. Okay. Did you ever read that? Nope. Oh, you would love that. I did not. Island of the Blue... I'm going to make you read it now. I'm going to find it. But I did it. get to read my... It was how I was introduced to the Dragon Riders of Pern series. We actually got to read a couple of the... the, the, um, the it's not the main branch, but it's an off branch of the Dragon Riders of Pern mm-hmm. in like... Eighth grade, seventh grade, nice, and that got me hooked on Anne McCaffrey's Perrin series, which is one of my favorite. It's my second favorite fantasy series Good besides Lord of the Rings. Island of the Blue Dolphins is like a uh, historical fiction, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about a young native girl who gets stranded on one of the islands off the coast. Maybe of I California. did read this. Like her whole tribe. That's sounding slightly familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's a whale involved. She hunts a whale. Maybe I did read this. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, dioramas. Dioramas. Anyway, Goodbye. also, if you really want a fucking amazing fantasy series, Dragon Riders of Pern is amazing. Plus, and I won't say how, there's a lot of books in the series. But <laughs> later, it turns into a little bit of science fiction, Ooh. which is real interesting. That's fantastic. And it's my favorite dragons okay. of anything, because the dragons are really cool. And and then they talk to their riders. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like okay. It. Okay. Okay. So Lauren shows up, goes to relieve McKay with some welding power. Sure. Tells McKay to head back to the jumpers. So they can figure out exactly how much time they have before the whole burning up in the atmosphere thing yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Carson heads to the other side, to the other side of the arc room door mm-hmm. and reassures Taylor that, look, we're going to have you up real soon. And it's, always good to hear Carson's voice that would be an Im- that would be an immediate like soothing ball oh yeah my blood pressure immediately drops instantly yeah so Taylor goes to reassure Jameis and skirts around the truth of the storage device yeah as he starts naming the people inside oh, the greatest poets don't do that scientists 200 children who have to promise me that we can save them. Taylor's it feels like, very irresponsible to just shove a bunch of children into a shuttle. <laughs> because then they're just gonna, you know, Lord of the Flies each other well, on the other side. I feel like they were beamed up before the shuttle. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, Taylor's like, I love this part. Taylor goes, I can't promise you shit that's out of my control. Yeah. Because damn, she's good. Yep. I can't promise you we're like we're gonna save them. Uh, yeah, we can I try. Don't, I don't. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, and I, I can promise you what we will do. I cannot promise you successes or failures. Yeah, because I just don't know. And the whole concept makes me want to watch Deep Impact again. This entire concept is who is great enough, quote unquote, yeah, to make the cut to be saved. That's some fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. Who makes that decision? Wasn't there a, a film too where there was a lottery? Well, there was a lottery in Deep Impact. Oh, okay. They did, like, I think half of it was, was you know, these these quote-unquote great leaders in order to rebuild, yeah. and then the other half of it was the lottery system. God. Yeah. Ew. Okay. So Lauren does his thing, seals everything up, mm-hmm. gets the situation, the station repressurized. They get to crack open their helmets. Um, everyone gets to open their doors. Yep. Also, McKay's figured out that the moon is not even going to make another orbit. And it's not even made of cheese. It's not even made of cheese. Yeah. This moon must have a really, really short orbit. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it doesn't matter if it's not going to make another orbit. Our moon takes 27 days to orbit. Yeah. 
This has been less than one days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that thing has to be like fucking hyperspeed around like, the planet. I wonder, does he, I don't know. Could they have meant like rotation and not orbit? Maybe. And they just but fucked up the language. Seen it rotating. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that is one fucking hyped moon. She's hyped. just screaming across. Yeah! <laughs> Look at me! You exactly made the sound that I imagined, and it makes me so happy. Like, it's like a car zooming past. There went the moon. I heard it. You don't even see the moon on nope. that planet. They nope. just hear it. They just hear the oh, moon. Oh, there, there she went. <laughs> Fuck, those tides would be insane. Those tides are just like, whoosh, whoosh. It's like you're in the, 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 you're the scary pool. end of the wave you, pool. That yeah. entire planet is just fucking wave pooling. Yeah. I, I will say, it doesn't seem like the moon is quite large enough to create crazy tides. I don't even want to talk about periods. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Just nonstop. Yeah. Never ends. Oh, shit. Um, in the arc room, Taylor gets Jameis up ready to leave and the whole place shakes. Uh-huh. And Jameis gets Taylor's sidearm. Oh, that's not good. He can't let them leave until they can ensure the safety of his people. What the fuck? Outside, Carson's like, um, love, why haven't you opened the door? Yeah. As John and Ronan run up. When asked, Taylor explains why. Yeah. And... I like how calmly she does all this. Yeah. Because she's good. Yeah. And she tells them... She's like, it's the hostage negotiator got caught with the hostage guy. She goes, I've already told them the, like, we're going to try to save everyone. And clearly that's not enough. Mm -hmm. So she pulls the radio piece off so that Jameis can also hear and talk through the radio. And John's like, look, if we could save them, we would. But we're only here now in this shit situation because we offered to stay and help you. Yeah. At the very least, we can save you. Yeah. And I love the line, I have her weapon. Okay. Okay. So this rock is going to burn up in the atmosphere. And James is like, well, then I'm going to die with my people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's like, cool. Awesome. We'd love to let you do that. Just let Taylor free and then Give you can die Taylor. with the people yeah. all you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, at this point, they're just going to get the torch out and fucking... Cut the way yeah. through the door. Yeah. John's not going to sit here and negotiate for hours. It's they this, don't have it. This that is... moon scream and pass, man. <laughs> I love this very like parent to a kid. This door is going to open one way or the other. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm I'm unhooking the hinges now. I'm it is unsure. better for you if I don't do this. <laughs> it's going to be the hard way or the easy way. Yeah. And if I have to do it this hard way, the offer is off the table. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Taylor's still trying to reach Jameis, trying to tell him that if he lives, the memory of his people live on too. Yep. And then the Who other shoe tells falls. The stories. We get the true, the full truth of what happened. It took uh-huh. five generations to build this station, to hollow oh. out this moon. And they knew they wouldn't survive a war with the Wraith. Yeah. So they purposely didn't try to win the war. Yeah. If there were no Fuck. survivors, the Wraith wouldn't come back. So yeah. they hit every ship with atomic weapons. Damn. They purposely sent their planet into a nuclear winter with the idea that this place would survive. Yeah. 
and they could recreate their civilization. They just turned it off and turned it back on again. Literally. But here's my thing is, you know not everyone on that planet was down with this plan. No. Not everybody knew this plan was happening. You purposely committed genocide of your own people. Yeah. In order... How desperate was this planet that that was their way to live? Well, it's interesting. It's like the two people that we've met as representatives of this planet seem incredibly desperate, which tells me that these people were not in a good place even before the Wraith came. No. And it's also the idea of this concept never wavered for five generations. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of fear going on. Like it'll be it would be interesting to follow the survivors and it, to see how much of that trauma is inherited. I'm interested in the survivors. I'm also interested because I'm the nerd that like is interested in the like I want to see the politics of leading up to the idea yeah. and like how that followed through 5 years. Did all of the leaders on the planet, obviously not all the people knew about it. Right. Did all the countries know about it? Or was that Or was this one country? Yeah. That would be interesting. To me, it's the the interesting part to me is like uh, following through that generational trauma. What are these people carrying that they don't even know they're carrying? Yeah. Um, Are they doomed already? Yeah. You know, without, Mm -hmm. are they just going to do this again? Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah, because you have a thousand people. Yeah. Well, 998 people. (laughs) Yeah. And then what? Anyway. Yeah. And so for him, if they can't save these people, his whole planet died for nothing. Yeah. I killed my entire planet for nothing. Don't let me create genocide for no reason. Yeah. Validate my genocide. (laughs) Taylor tries to respect my genocide. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) not a statement you normally hear yelled out loud. No, (laughs) it just felt appropriate. It it was. It was. (laughs) I'm here for it. So the place starts to shake again, and we see that the the moon is starting to skim the atmosphere. And Taylor warns him (laughs) that that door is almost open. Yeah. If you shoot me, they're going to kill you. Like, I'm telling you the truth here. Yeah. But he has a different... That's actually not his plan. As Taylor tries to convince him that his people can live on through him, you know, if they if, if Jameis comes with them, he can document their achievements. He can write down who his people were. Because who lives, who dies, who tells your story. <laughs> I was wondering when that would come up. <laughs> I will say that as much as I love Taylor and I know she's in a pressure situation, it's like this angle hasn't worked twice now. Yeah. You gotta roll something else now. I know. You gotta roll an intimidation roll or something. something. Yeah. I mean persuasion is just not happening. You can get that gun back from him. That's what I mean. Like at this point, you have tried persuasion yeah. twice mm-hmm. and you did not make the DC check. No. <laughs> it just goes up every time you yeah. fail. Uh, Jameis just hopes that John is sincere in his statement that he will leave no one behind. And just before John is finished coming through the door, Jameis calls out and he's ready to open the door. He unlocks it and John's like, I just almost finished. No, I was just having fun now. Yeah. Uh, the door handle turns. Um, John wants weapons on the ground, hands in the air, but the door doesn't open. And McKay records another power surge. So they, they push open the door and they see the tail end of a wraith beam. Oh, and yeah. No one in the room. 
Fuck. You're my storage friend now, Taylor. She got in the people, the 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 shuttle of people holding. <laughs> so, moon's still burning. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKay is now at the device. The the I see a bad moon burning. <laughs> anyway, he has no clue how to figure out who is who in the storage device. He doesn't have hours to figure it out. So, short of just randomly beaming people, yeah, I don't know how to get Taylor out. <laughs> Lauren's like, we have to go. This place is going to break apart. We're in the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. We, there is no time. Mm. And so he's like, fine, McKay, get this shit disconnected. McKay's like, I already told you there's no power. If I disconnect it, it's just everyone's going to die. Mm. We're going to turn the computer off. Yep. Um, that's not what John's talking about. Yeah. He always wanted to fly a space shuttle. You <laughs> I mean... What pilot doesn't want to pilot a shuttle? I have heard it's basically just a falling brick yeah. that you're just maneuvering. Which it's falling with style. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Basically. Basically kind of what exactly happens to this one. Yeah, yeah. He's buzz lightyearing this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. McKay's like, that's this is a this is bad idea. Yeah. I know how much you love to think that you can fly anything. I love how bare naked McKay's feelings towards John are here because mm-hmm. he's like please don't die please, please don't, don't die, die. Friend, please don't die friend you're a friend now he's he's the sound that Stormy makes when people put their bathing suits on yeah because he's like please don't do this you're gonna get hurt in the pool anyway um I go back and I'm gonna butcher this line but I go back to uh there's a line I love in Apollo 13 um, with Jim Lovell's mother, mm-hmm. um, and they're about to try to land. And they don't know quite what's going to happen because they don't know if if it was damaged during the mm-hmm. explosion. And uh, his his mother is just like, if they could put wings on a washer, my, <laughs> my Jimmy could fly it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, John is not hearing any of this. He's like, disconnect that shit. It's an order. And he's yelling at this point, walking mm-hmm. down the hallway. So they're, they're moving the storage device through the base to the shuttle. And Lauren's like, this is crazy. The shuttle is hundreds of year old. There's no fuel. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Gotta do it. Ronan just one shoulder shrugs going, oh, John says he can fly it. So I'm not going to question John's got a this. John. Like if anyone understands... <laughs> Ronan's got a Ronan and John's got a John. Exactly. Like, I'm not getting in the way of this. No. I know that this is an un- unbreakable force here. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's being real encouraging to John, just telling him he's crazy, not doing this. Ronan might be a little jealous that he doesn't get to try to. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, and like, not even willing to bet him to see if he'll land this because yeah. McKay doesn't think he'll be able to pay out. I love. Thanks for caring. Yeah. Ronan's the other one, the only person who has some words of encouragement, just telling John that, you know, he still owes him a fight to the death. Yeah. Yeah. John puts his helmet down so he can do his, I look forward to that is all muffled. Mm-hmm. And then slaps Ronan right on the bad shoulder oh. as he leaves. Ronan's just like, fuck you. He just wants to make him rage again. Just, uh, you know, yep. for funsies. Everyone loads up. Into yeah. the jumper. John gets the storage device hooked up safely, closes that pesky open bag hatch, and watches the jumper leave. John heads up to the pilot seat. All the shaking has knocked the Snickers down. Oh, yes. He doesn't have a snack. He doesn't even have a snacko to eat no on his way snack-o. out. No snacko. 
Um, thankfully, the controls make sense to John. They're basic flight controls. I, I like how they're like, you don't have much time to get acquainted with it. I got it. <laughs> Levers, buttons, got it. Just push them all. I'm here. I I, I know. I, I fly. Yeah, I fly now. Gravity, no he, gravity. He chooses not to say his final remarks and just focuses on the tasks at hand. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, is that there's going to be explosive bolts that... Throw him clear of the moon. Yeah. But that shit doesn't work. Yeah. And we are now in the same place that we came into in the cold open. They can't separate. He's going to have to ride it down. Fun. There's a moment here where Jason forgets his character has a bum shoulder and throws both of his arms up to his head in a stress move. Let's call it an adrenaline rush. <laughs> The entire time he's in the shuttle, he's no longer holding his arm up the way he had been the entire episode. The adrenaline rush makes him not give a shit about the pain suddenly. He just decides to rage. Yeah. As we watch, John just holds. Like, that's all he's doing. Yeah. There's no no flying he can be doing right now. Holds his butthole puckers. As the moon just looks like a fireball. Mm -hmm. And his team watches in terror until the moon finally breaks apart. And that is when John can finally... Uh, fly? There's no fuel. So really just holding her steady so she doesn't completely lose control. Yeah. And it's just tense music. Everyone waiting. And when it finally lands, it lands hard. But the fact that it didn't just immediately break into a million pieces and blow up is the testament to how good John actually is. Yeah. He held it together. Hear me, baby? Hold together. together. Um, he's knocked out a little bit. They can't really tell if he's alive or dead until they get close enough to the crash site for the life dying detector to tell him that, yes, John is alive. I mean, which makes sense, because even John can't tell if no. he's alive when he wakes up. He's no. like, am, am I alive? Am I, is am I here? He does the thing where it's like the freeze for a minute and like, yeah. check if you can feel all your body parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. John comes to, tells McKay he owes him a week's pay, but McKay didn't technically take that bet. I mean, he did Back safe in Atlantis. Also, how useful is money out here? <laughs> yeah, you know, we've talked about that a few times. Or it's like, I wonder if they do have, they do have a, I'm sure they have a small store of some kind. That's fair, yeah. But really, you're just, it's just building interest. That's fair. You're not having to pay for basic food. So, like, room. why do you care for about a week's pay? That doesn't I, mean shit to I anybody. I think that's yeah. why it's That's the why thing. they can do it, yeah. yeah. So back safe in Atlantis, Kayla's in the infirmary with Weir and Carson and John comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, since some of the people who beamed out had some memory loss, that was a freezer burn along yes. the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson just wants to make sure um, that Taylor's all there. Keep mm-hmm. her there overnight. Sure. I'll ignore the bad joke by John. Uh, Weir, in her own way, tells John that he was a fucking idiot for trying to do what he did. Yeah. And as she leaves, we learn that Jameis's people are all out. They're free. They're starting a new life somewhere. Yeah. Lauren is dropping off supplies. And Jameis didn't survive. Yeah. Um, his injuries when he was beamed in were just too great and he didn't survive the defrosting process. So I wonder how much you tell them. Like, do you tell them that everyone was killed on purpose? Like, do we think these people I, know? But that's the thing is, like, the people who were being saved, did they already know that part? That's what, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I wonder. I it's, wonder, I wonder. Too. Anyway, I, anyway, yeah. It's interesting, for sure. Um, 
John's not really sad to hear that Jameson survived. Taylor yeah. has some empathy that they yeah. would have done the same thing. Like, he was trying to save his people. Yeah, the desperation. Look, he succeeded. He yeah. saved his people. Yeah. Look, John didn't do that stupid stunt for them. Right. You know, but don't go feeling special there, Taylor. <laughs> With that grin, I would have done the same for anyone on the team except maybe McKay. <laughs> As he walks away, he's like, you would have for McKay, too. He's like, maybe. Yeah. Not as readily. <laughs> I would have complained about it more. <laughs> like, for Taylor, he jumped yeah. to it. Yeah. Whereas McKay, he would have bitched at him the whole time. Oh, the entire time. Uh-huh. The entire time. If he dies because of you, McKay. <laughs> the end. The end. I love it. It's a good episode. I love that there's all this story that we, I, I imagine we don't get to know. No. But that there's so much to think, what happens now? This is fun. It felt like a little standalone guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, As far as you know. I do love the style. It looks really cool. We Mm -hmm. get some really fun piloting. (laughs) And, you know, Ronan got a Ronan. Ronan got a Ronan. (laughs) Anyway, what's next? Next up is SG-1 Talon? Talion? Talion. Talion. Talison. (laughs) <laughs> the next up is SG-1 Allison Jaffe <laughs> the pyramid himself <laughs> alright until then guys um, you know what to do and where to do the things yep. and uh, we love you and find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast find us at Facebook there's no place like Terra email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com rate us like us review us wherever you find wait patreon.com slash boom. there's no place like Terra boom she did it I did it um don't forget to, to eat love your each Snickers. other. Oh, and, and that too. <laughs> Actually, that's very appropriate We're for gonna, this week. It is extremely appropriate for this week. Okay. And it's just going to steal the line from, you know. Yeah. Love is love is love is love. Love is love is love. Okay, we love you, Mike. Okay, bye. Bye.